Hey, everybody. Uh, Star Trek, the original series. What are little girls made of? Season one, episode nine from 1966 is over. And it's been for a long time. But we're just getting started here on Ted Treks here on Live Long and Podcast as we cover the original series. I'm Dave Mater coming out with Star Trek TV and movie reviews. Bringing in next the namesake of this podcast, my dad, Ted. How are you doing, dad? I'm doing good. Thanks. That's good. Got my, Corby next. Cup, got my Corby Cup hat on tonight for Roger Corby. Well, it's, but he's with a K. He's a Corby with a K. That's a Corby with a C. Well, I know, but I didn't have the time to get the C. Okay, you could, uh, we'll forgive it. We'll forgive it. All right, bringing in yeah. next is a steam panelist, Jody Simpson. How are you doing, Jody? Well, hello, Dave. How are well, you? Hello. Nice. Uh, I see you've uh, you've you've added some uh, background uh, uh, things, including a, a classic Game Boy, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that's uh, always been there. I just think oh, the frame's been? been messed up. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. Very good, very good. And bringing in next is esteemed panelist Adam Woodward. How are you doing, Adam? I'm great. Happy Inauguration Day. Happy Inauguration Day. It is uh, January no 20th. Trump day. Yeah, yeah. It's the first. Uh, it's the first day of the Biden uh, administration, or the last day of the Trump administration, depending on which way you want to look at it. Is uh, January 20th, 2021. Um, and we're here to talk about an episode from 55 years ago, so uh, this should this should uh, be good. But yes, which is not relevant at all to today's events. Uh, not specifically, I don't really? know, but I think there's some some interesting things to get into tonight. Yeah. So, Dad, last week you said we said what are we watching? You said what are little girls made of? And it was not something, an episode title I knew off the bat. So, uh, what did you think of this episode tonight? Uh, this was a very scary episode as a little kid watching this. Yeah, you said this was uh, scary. It was the first time ever that somebody fell into a bottomless pit. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure and what exactly. Old, exactly. Uh, kid falling into a bottomless pit was pretty scary. Right. Just imagine that for a minute. You fell into a bottomless pit. Yeah, the, the yeah, only the other one who fell into a bottomless pit was, was uh, Catwoman. In a Batman episode, in the Adam West days, she fell into a bottomless pit. Well, if you if there's no bottom, then you would never hit it and you wouldn't die. I know, no, but you could never stop to get me dinner. No, okay, you you could be in limbo. So that was the scary part. I wasn't sure what exactly scared you about this. I thought maybe it was being turned into an android. Yeah, what about just the big old lurch guy? I mean, he was pretty well, scary. Yeah, well, he, he was the guy who threw you into the bottomless pit. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, he threw he threw Matthews. Matthews was the first to go of the two red shirts. And later on, it's Rayburn is the other um, uh, red shirt uh, that gets right. down. Um, yeah, and so this, like, as, as we mentioned, this is a first season episode. This is the first introduction of the Christine Chapel character, and she's a big part of this show, as played by Majel Barrett. Later, Majel Barrett Roddenberry, the wife of Gene Roddenberry, the mother of Rod Roddenberry, um, uh, formerly as number one in the original pilot. And here she's back in this new this new role. So uh, let's go over to Jody next. Jody, uh, what did you think? What, what are little girls made of? What was this episode uh, for you? Uh, dialogue and boredom, I think, is probably the easiest way to explain that. Uh <laughs> I don't know. I, I this 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 episode was boring. Uh, I'm sorry. It, it was boring. I just I, I it took me three attempts to go through it all uh, because I just kept thinking of other things to do. Uh, so I don't know. It's overall like I guess it's not a terrible story, but it's like it's predictable all the way through. Like you, there's no doubt, you know, so and so is an android, you know, all this like there was no doubt at all. Like it's. To me, I think it's a very weak written uh, episode, in my opinion, compared to a lot yeah. of the other great episodes we've seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I, I think there's some merits to that. Um, let, let's go to Adam next. Adam, this is maybe one of the earliest science fiction android stories on television. Is that maybe why it's kind of obvious to Jody's point? You know, maybe why we kind of see all these, these big things coming? Well, you know, since since Ted is keeps saying to us, you know, 1968 or whenever this episode came out, <laughs> you got to look at it in that 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 time, right? right. And I, I was quite entertained by this episode. I thought it was great. I, you know, I, I didn't, I, you know, what, Jody, I can see how you were bored in the beginning, but then I started getting into it. I, where is this episode going? Um, you know, some inconsistencies and weird things. You know, if a guy's falling into a bottomless pit, why can't they just beam him out? I, I don't get that, but um you know it was, how far he is i guess 
Yeah, maybe. You can't, you can't get a lock on him. The planet. Um, but, uh, you know, that was the guy who plays Lurch, right, on, in the Munsters? Yes. Uh, yeah, family, uh, yeah. actually. Uh, this is uh, his character is called Ruck. Dad, remember this guy in the episode? Yep, Ruck. Ruck. And this was played by the same guy who played Lurch on the Adams Family in the original. Yeah. Uh, there goes another fun fact. Sorry. Fun <laughs> fact. But, uh, I'm going to have uh, nothing I, left. Well, okay. And I know I'm jumping the gun here on one of your fun facts. Kidding. But also, um, the Adams Family movies that were made in the 90s, uh, th this this man had died by then. So they they yes. cast another Star Trek alumni, uh, this guy, Carol Strucken, who, uh, who played Mr. Hom on Next Generation. Uh, and was Loxana Troy, also played by Majel Barrett Roddenberry, uh, like sort of um, assistant uh, in those episodes. But he played Lurch in the movies that they made later on. Anyway, but um, this this guy uh, who plays Rock, what this guy was a monster. He was he was picking up uh, uh, Shatner like he was nothing. It's played by Ted Cassidy. Uh, he is a presence in this episode. Now, one thing I will say about this episode, though, is the makeup was very well done. Mm -hmm. All the all the effects, especially later on when you see the uh, his hand gets like cut open. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but the main Corby. Yeah. So when all of a sudden you have his like kind of arm there and there's all these little circuitry and stuff like that. They did a great job on that uh, for for even that time period. It was fantastic. Like it, it's it's great. So as much as of a, a oh, next gen. Yeah, next gen fan I am. I I can't remember any references from next gen to this Android episode. Um, no, yeah, like, there's a couple more. This is the first Android episode in Star Trek original series. It's not the last. Yeah. There, there's other androids introduced, spoken to, but yeah. I think this is one of the earliest. Um, and it's kind of like like there's that whole sequence where we see Rock, who's doing all the voice impersonations. And I guess in in the, if we're looking at this through 1966 lens when this episode debuted, that was impressive. But I'm watching this tonight, and it's like a, for me, it's a tired trope cliche that's been done over and over and over again. Of androids can impersonate your voice, but I guess in 1966, oh my god, a machine could inter could impersonate my voice. We didn't, well, you know, they didn't like, have answering machines for phones at this point. Like, come on, right. <laughs> what is the what is the emotion meant to be invoked there? You know, is sort of it. it, it there's supposed to be yeah, like a reading, shock I guess. as we see in a lot of these episodes, right? Where even where they had the computer in the one episode, like oh, well, the computer can do this or the computer can do that. It was yeah. kind of all these hypotheticals of where technology could take us, good or bad, right? That they're kind of brought up here. Well, it was the evils, yeah. yeah. It was the evils of technology and stuff like that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then like later on, like obviously, data in next generation is the major android character we know, and so yes. this is a kind of a setup to those things. But <laughs> it's also this episode about Christine Chapel, really, too. And who? Oh. Um, Am I the only person that does not care about this character at all? Like who, Christine Chapel? I don't like Christine Chapel. I never, oh, I, I never I, liked her, and she's in your picture there she's uh she's right behind uh, kirk's right arm there and your, yeah, your back her, her boobs are to kirk's mouth which makes yeah. a lot of sense really when you think about it but, I, I do like andrea andrea who doesn't let's be honest yeah the, like her outfit is not uh something that there she is there she is yeah there's christine chapel there um oh. but but yeah, I have no problem with her, just so you know. There she is with Rock. Um, <laughs> you, know how, you know how futuristic, though, that costume that's worn by that android there is? And back in 1965, or whatever this Yeah, I, I imagine that, that this that's a lot of, of heads. Uh, that's a lot sensor. of duct tape. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Going on the around. other guy, the guy that, the, you know, the other guy at the beginning of the, uh, the episode that was in with the exact same uniform on, except... He had a tank to our uh, a turtleneck on. An undershirt, yeah. Or yeah, it's funny. Yeah, Sam Brown, who dies pretty early in the episode. Well, somebody's yeah. freezing and somebody's really hot, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Well, there I, it I, is. I, Spoiler: they're androids. Uh, Christine Chapel, because and we talked about this in the movies. Oh, like famously, gosh. she's the one character from the original the series, like the core cast that didn't get to really be in the movies. Was kind Good. of this character that was abandoned, and. Maybe Jody's saying justifiably so. Um, uh, I'm okay with it. I really um, am. But Think about this for a second, Dave. I'll, I'll give you the worst case scenario. 
Star Trek, the motion picture with her in it. That makes it worse. And that's already bad. Well, she was, the, uh, she was I don't she know. She's not in it. Uh, they mention her. They, they mention her. her. She's not in it. Yeah. She's not I remember her girlfriend? Wife. Yeah. Well, it was his wife, wife eventually. Yeah. 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 yeah, but it, it, she was his mistress at the point. Originally, point. his mistress, and then his <laughs> wife. Um, you know, and Adam, so Adam's got his Google face on. I can see it. Yeah, he's looking it up right now. He's like, "Does Jody and uh, Dave know what they're talking about?" You do know what you're talking about. I just wanted to see it for myself. Yeah. Oh, I see. But it's it's you know, it could, and she was originally going to play number one uh, on the original pilot yes. with Pike, right? Which which, which I think maybe might have been a better character. Well, it was a better character, and it's the character yeah. that now Rebecca Romaine Stamos O'Connell has now uh, taken up uh, in the Strange New Worlds show that we'll see eventually. But um, that this Christine Chapel character is a much more passive, uh, kind of stereotypical '60s woman pr- prototype, even though she's meant to be in the 23rd century timeframe. Um, that she was going to marry this Roger Corby, that he was her fiance, or he still is. I'm not quite clear, but she doesn't go with him to this planet called XO3. And that's kind of what the whole premise of the episode is that she gave up a life of bio research to serve in Starfleet. And she, and so when this chance comes for the Enterprise to meet up with this planet, it's, it's a big deal, I guess. They never um, did another nurse uh, chapel centric episode did they well not she was in a couple other ones for sure yeah there's that time that spock threw the soup at her famously and uh but she's uh, not the main character in there like this is the story really revolves around her i don't think she ever gets as much attention as she does in this episode like uh, i can't think of an example but do you think maybe this was one of those things like you know hey hey michelle like uh you know we'll, we'll do things you know you know, after hours kind of thing. And in return, I'll give you an, a centric episode. Do you think that might've been it? Well, I, I've never thought of her. She like, Let's think about this. She's played three major four. If you count the starch, like the voice of the computer, like she's, she's a good yeah. actor or she was a good actor. She's oh, a uh, but, no, but, no debate. I, 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 it's the character yeah. itself. I don't like, not her. She played locks on a Troy, uh, you know, very well. Uh, she, well, as well as you can no, for an annoying she character died, like that. She died like 10 years ago, I think. <laughs> Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, it was, yeah, about 10 years, I think. Yeah. She, yeah. she was in the motion picture, guys. Okay. But, but like, not in a significant way. No, but she was in it. Okay. And she was also in she Star Trek. She was on screen, too. Really? I don't remember that. She was on screen for Star Trek 4 for like a second, but they, yeah, she like, was on that one. As opposed to Uhura, Chekhov, these other secondary yeah, characters. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. She's not given the due, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Um, I just went, I, Adam, I just went, okay. You're good. Dave's like, how dare you? <laughs> I know my Star Trek, damn you. <laughs> so do I. It but... wasn't a major character. <laughs> well, don't say I'm she's not in it. That's all. Not... Yeah, well, I like, Dad, do you like the character? That's my question to you. Do you like the Christian character? Yeah, I like her. Yep. You do? Okay. Yeah, she's okay. I mean, she played a role in that story. So uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, you had to get her. If it wasn't her, who was it? Who else could it be on the Enterprise? It could have been any officer. They could have just no, made they could have made up out. any story to get them there. Like, let's be honest. Like, the Enterprise no, know, could have broke down needed, near the planet. Needed, for all we know, a woman on the crew, and it wasn't going to be Aurora. So, uh, look at the main picture that's behind me. She's she's obviously got a major uh, position in that picture compared to Aurora. Yeah, well, I think that she's I, a blonde I, white woman. This is what sixty-seven. I think. Uh, I think. I think she is. I think she. You can call her a definitive member of the TOS crew. Like she's not just um, a background character like some of the other ones. Oh Um, no, she's way major here than she is in the movies. That's for sure. Yeah, and so but she's omitted from the movies, and maybe for good reasons. Maybe she just wasn't a popular character. I don't know. this whole story, this whole episode, <laughs> um, is like you know they're they're showing up and and they make this big deal about who Corby is. Corby is like this legend in the Federation. Another ver- they this is a series of these people they show us. Corby they Asia. do this in Star Trek all the time though. They do it like, all the this time. Is, this is this is a normal thing. Like don't make yeah. it sound like it's terrible or something. This is normal. <laughs> I don't know. Did I do that? Hey, the guy in the funeral car. Yeah, he kind of made it sound like it was a bad idea. You know. 
I don't know. Okay. It's all well, good, Dave. It's all good. I wasn't intending to do any of that. I'm oh, just stating the facts. Um, but the the episode uh, is like got a lot of weird camera angles too, especially this early scene where we're constantly shooting Shatner and and uh, and and Barrett like sort of from down below and looking up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that was done quite a bit. Um, and and. It, but the whole episode in the, that beginning bridge scene, everything before the, the credits and just shortly after like the credits uh, is very weird to me. There's even that where they finally get Corby on like the comm and there's these, these two people standing behind Chapel and Kirk that are so weird. Uh, just standing there <laughs> I didn't even notice look, that. <laughs> looking at them talking to Corby on the thing, I guess to kind of imply he's a celebrity uh, oh, okay. of sorts, maybe. And and uh, and then like when Chapel goes into the turbolift with Kirk, uh, there's like this weird moment between Uhura and Chapel where they go like 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 I don't quite get what I'm supposed to take from <laughs> that. That was, that was but, one girl saying to another that you're going to see your fiance. But are they fiance? Is it her her fiance? Yeah. Yeah, she hasn't yeah. seen her in five years. I know. Well, she was a former fiance, I guess, because they're not obscene. I'm not quite clear what was going on with that Andrea android. Did she have a thing going with Corby or not? It's it's kind of strange. Um, but okay, okay, that's what it was. It was like, oh, you're going to see your fiance, your ex-fiance. How amazing. And that's my or her impression. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So, um, I was impressed that, with that, by the way, Dave. Thank I, just you. Want you to know. I was going for to, to impress you there. Mission accomplished. We can play it in Star Trek theater. I may, we may just do that. Uh, but with the whole, like, then they get down to the planet. He says, don't bring anybody down. Just you. Okay, you can bring Chapel, but that's it. And then he, he, as soon as he gets down there, there's nobody to meet him. So he immediately calls down two security guards who will die. These uh, two red shirts. Um, I guess, so I guess that Kirk does the right thing here. He does, he does all the right things, mostly. Uh, in how he handles this situation, it's hard to put any. I'm just trying to find these weird people that you're talking about. Uh, they'll be like as soon as they get him on the comm in a minute or two. Yeah, I think like, I'm at the comms part now. Yeah, because they do that. Oh, that was a weird zoom in, eh? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's weird zoom in. As soon as she sees, like here's. Oh, oh look at this! It's Corby's voice, you know. <laughs> and I, I swear, I know this Corby actor too. I don't know where I know him. From, but I, I must know him because he's uh, Michael Strong. What the heck has he been? Michael in? Strong. Yeah, he died in 1980, so he's obviously. But um, you'll see it once they get to the thing. Like, the, yeah. uh, anyway, sorry, I'm not trying to take anything away. I was just wanted to see. Yeah, it. but they get the. He, uh, this is you know he's going down these caves. The, it, it feels like they're going down and down the caves for a long time. Uh, yeah. Because he brings one security guard with him, he leaves one at the entrance of the cave, and uh, and then finally they get down there and they're hit with like this big bright spotlight thing uh, that that hits them, and and it, it turns out to be this brown guy who Christine Chapel knew before, but he doesn't know her right away. Um, and like, but once she says, "Don't you know me?" He's able to kind of click it in. Which kind of gives is an allusion to him being a robot, I guess, or an android. Yeah, well, that's kind of I, that's what I got from it anyway. That was Dr. Where, Brown, Dave. Dr. Emmett Brown. Yeah, Dr. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> one point twenty-one gigawatts. One point twenty-one gigawatts. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was the yeah Brown was that guy who was wearing the Andrea version of the uniform, but with a turtleneck underneath. Yeah, that guy. It's kind of it's a real dramatics kind of entrance or whatever. I'm not. I guess it was meant to invoke fear. Was kind of the intent here. But shortly after, yeah, they, buddy Matthews, he's down the bottomless pit, and that is the end of Matthews. I know. It is what it is. Kirk, this is like as distraught about losing a man as I've maybe ever seen Kirk be. By the way, uh, he like really looks down into that abyss. For a, for, for a while uh, compared to maybe some other times he's lost crew members. Um, I still never and, found that thing, but anyway. Yes, right. but, but once they kind of like decide to kind of go into, I guess, whatever is their underground living area, which is, 
a cave full of old antique tables and furniture for some reason um is uh from like i guess the 1800s it looked like a lot of yeah. the, a lot of the stuff that they had down in that cave with them i don't know if it it didn't look very modern. Let's just say that. Um, but they okay. look like a church church swap meet. Yeah, it looks like, <laughs> like it's all like from a thrift store or something. Yeah. Um, but this is where they get out, and then when Corby sees Chapel, they immediately start like making out right in front of everybody. Oh yeah. So <laughs> um, they, they must be still together then. I guess right. Like they're like yeah. they're obviously gonna kiss each other right away. But he went on this mission five years ago and said, "Well, I'll see ya." In a better part of a decade, I don't get it. Like, it's or she just was like, okay, whenever. Um, but but didn't they think that he was dead? Because I mean, they said that other missions had come to the planet and not found him. Is that okay? So, oh, maybe maybe that's what the part I yeah, missed. Two other missions. So he's he was presumed missing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Okay, so that's an important detail. That is an important detail that I seem to okay. have missed somehow. Yeah, because I just. Uh, yeah, so they've been here. So other ships have been here, but they've never been able to sort of reestablish contact until now. Okay, I got you. But uh, we get, we start seeing more and more of, uh, what is his name? Rock, a.k.a. Lurch, is yeah. kind of menacing through the caves. Um, and it's, but it's, it's, it's later on when Corby, Shannon, once he says, I have to call my ship because my security guard's not in touch, that's when Corby turns on him, pulls the gun on him. Uh, and, yes. uh, and, and, and takes basically takes some host him and chapel hostage effectively. Um, and they start explaining who Rocky is and they start showing off how he can impersonate voices. And, uh, and we get a series of, you know, mm. rock throwing Kirk around the, like a rag doll. Uh, the guy was strong, man. This guy was so strong. <laughs> Giant hands. Giant oh yeah. Hands. Massive. Like sausage fingers. Like a like a like like it was like a, it was like Andre the Giant and like you know with Bobby Heenan or something like it was <laughs> it was just like, that sounds about accurate <laughs> yeah um and I I wrote here in my notes like Corby is mad even this is before Chapel says he's sane later on to Android Kirk um, but I was I was just like Corby's a, clearly a madman and I think that Chapel stays loyal to him in this episode longer than she should but does it did, am i, I am that. was chapel just trying here um it's, so. kind, it's kind of like is it not consistent with what we see throughout original series with how they show women characters especially women starfleet characters who yeah. will consistently always choose man over duty always choose man over their what their obligations are um yeah. and what's right yeah there was a conversation with uh with android kirk who said to her you know if i order you to you know betray him will you don't ask me to do that. don't ask me to do that you, like, gotta remember, Dave, though, you guys are looking at this from 2020 um here we go in the history of the united states sworn in and that was 50 years after this aired 55 55 years after this aired so so back then women had no say in anything like it was it was just not done it was it's not that it's right i'm just saying that's the way it was so um it's almost like it's, it's almost like what they're, they're, they're showing what here is, yeah women's the, the 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 women's duty is like maybe to god if they're religious then they're man then uh, presumably children and, and, and then maybe that. job yeah. job would be like fourth on that list they didn't even have jobs 90 she has a job. She's a nurse job. on the starship. Yeah, she got a job. Yeah. She got a damn good job. Really, my, my immediate family, uh, every every woman in that family didn't have a job hardly. Yeah. The only one who did was Aunt Claris. She worked at the house of May May. <laughs> That's all right. we Well, yeah, like, and obviously this was progressive for the time. Like, and for we sure. always have to kind of remember yeah. that, but, and, and yeah. it's all, but I think it's also, we're, we're watching it 55 years later. And I think the question we have to ask ourselves, does this still hold up or not? You know, and in some yeah. ways it doesn't. Well, I don't um, think it holds up now. No, but back then. It largely, I think a lot of original series does, but not every oh, moment, not every scene. You know, I think, I think watching this now, what for the last five months consistently is not the treat treatment of, of, 
of different races, but certainly the treatment of women is is definitely uh, 1960s focus. It was not great. No. Um, I, I think they treated Chekhov and Uhura and Sulu uh, um, just fine. It, you know, it's it. But women in general are just, you know, what do they do with it? Kiss him. Yeah. You know. Like, Right, and just the and, way and, like Kirk's manhandling Andrea on this episode. Right? Oh yeah, and every yeah. and every woman that ends up being a, like some sort of love interest of somebody on the show ends up like getting thrown around and stuff, and you know usually it's against their will at first, and then finally they're okay with it, and it's like, all right, whatever. Even, even that scene, the second scene where Andrea and Kirk were together, like he grasped her on those, you know, like yeah, grabbed her by the arms. arms and I, like, I got right? a fun fact tip about that later on. I, but I but when he took his hand away, man, there was like fingerprints, like you you, you yeah. could see it in the high def, right? It was um anyway, very different times, I guess. And and the okay. costuming, I'm not arguing with the costuming, I quite liked it. No, especially right. the one costume there was all right. It was fine. Yeah, yeah. covered all the important parts. I was, I was okay with it. <laughs> Um, well, and talking talk about showing some skin, what about the whole scene where Kirk gets transformed into, where they create the Kirk android? Yeah. Uh, and uh, this is some, this is Shatner, maybe at his fittest. I gotta say here, uh, he's, he's shaped. Well, this jet. is this is before, this is before Chubby Shatner in the third season. So yeah, no, this, this is, is like, this is first Shatner. season stuff. This is first season Shatner, man. This is prime Shatner. Yeah, I kept thinking when they made Andrea though, would she have her boobs would have been hanging out, right? <laughs> Most likely, Dave. Yes. Yeah, spinning around that table. Right. Um, and this, and like, this goes on. Would just take over. This goes on for a long time. This, uh, this, this creation of the Shatner android from a, a lump you can of. Hear in Dave's voice. <laughs> Well, okay. Like, let's <laughs> I can hear I can hear your giggles be like pre giggle going on there, bud. Well, it was it was mostly I think Rock and Andrea working those controls, like <laughs> yes. really like turned random things. Like, oh the, yeah, there was no know? rhyme or reason to it. It was just like, oh, dial, oh, switch, up oh, button. <laughs> we got a comment here from Jane. You know, she's allowed to have her job until she got married, presumably you know, to Corby in this case, then expected to get out of the service. And Kirk says as much in other episodes, right? So that's that true. Yeah, like, very much so. You're, yeah. you're allowed to have a job. You're allowed to be in the service until you get married. And then your obligation is to something else. That's what they're, what they're keep trying to tell us. Uh, in this, this is supposed and, to be the future. Well, and but could there be something to that in the fact that the, re the reason that uh, Major Barrett's not playing the first officer, and she's again, she's instead playing this new nurse character, is because the MEC studio exec said, No, it, no one will believe a woman first officer. So you have to redo the show without that. And then Spock becomes the first officer. Um, but is the, is the writing maybe a reaction to that note from the studio? Wouldn't shock me. Anyway, that's a reasonable, reasonable thought. Okay, and back to the android creation. When Kirk gets turned into the android, you know, like, was he... Wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second. Let's go back to that for a second. Because you have, I mean, the other shows of that time that I, I remember watching, Batman, mm -hmm. um, Lost in Space. Like, Lost in Space, I don't think was that... Like, you had pretty it strong women on that show. You know, the original I'm talking about, right? Yeah, of course, yeah. Um, yeah, no. Uh, Robinson? No well, even in Batman, when you think of Batman, there isn't a lot of like women handling in Batman. Like all the women that are pretty predominant in a story usually are powerful women, right? Yeah. Like they're either Batman. villains or, you know, Catwoman or, you know, any of those Batgirl. type of like, Batgirl. Yeah. So all of them are like strong figures. So yeah, I, I think your point's valid, Adam. This is probably not the norm. Or at least like, I wouldn't you, think it would be. Even I mean, I I used to really like uh, Lost in Space, and I don't think it was like it didn't portray women in that that particular way. Um, no, because but, mom was already a scientist or something like that. Yeah, and, and so was Judy. Oh, I mean, when yeah, the daughter. True. Yeah, the daughter, the daughter also was. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's a good what point. Do think, what do you think the percentage of of women in the United States Armed Forces? In 1968, what? What percentage of people? Like one. Men one percent? Less than that? It's, it's, Probably it's, just it's one somewhere, percent. Somewhere below two. 
Somewhere below two percent. Okay, we're in the we're in the range. Yeah, which would make sense because it was a very male dominated industry at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, like, listen, it, it's it's a great show. I'm not saying anything negative about it. I mean, the fact of the matter is, no, it, but it, it is a point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I think if, if we watch this twenty years again, like from now, or we watch this again twenty years from now, we would probably it would probably even be further removed from our experience of today, and that's okay. Like it's you know it doesn't make it bad per se like it's no. uh, well the point it's, of the three watches to experience this in today's times like that's kind of the whole point of it right so right. yeah yeah you know exactly I mean look at look at Discovery and the, the female characters on Discovery versus the female characters in original series no well, I got tons of notes for the Discovery show tomorrow I'll tell you that that's tomorrow that's tomorrow I got I got a whole this is just this is just some of them I might have to tune in and watch that one. Oh, I think these boys just think I'm going to be really nice about Discovery. But I rewatched it all again, and I got some problems with it. All right. Okay. Anyway, so, but that's for tomorrow's show. That's, that's for tomorrow. early plug. Early plug uh, we're, on at, we're on at nine tomorrow. Um, but just on that, okay. So once Kirk realizes that he intends to send this copy android of himself up to the ship, Kirk mm-hmm. quickly devises this strategy for beating corby on this he implants this suggestion into his mind saying spock you dirty half breed or whatever uh, <laughs> as he's being i think that's what he said right i got that's right. almost word for word yeah i'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's pretty much what it was yeah and t- knowing that but I, uh, this was kind of like a big hail mary play from kirk wasn't it uh, this oh, yeah. is pretty stretching he didn't know this, this was gonna stretch. work yeah, there's no. there wasn't much opportunity to guarantee that well, one is being The guy did use that. The android did use that. That Spock would pick up on it. Right. Well, like the android Kirk doesn't even realize he said it. Like once he gets up to the ship and meets up with Spock, and he almost yeah, said he gets it. angry in his ready room or whatever, and he gets all and pissed he, off and he like yells at him and then he's like okay bye you know and he just kind of walks like oh is something wrong is something wrong Spock? did i say something it's almost like he doesn't even know he said it um yeah. the android kirk okay and let's maybe talk about him a little bit because we don't, we don't get too many scenes with him but he's uh his final moment real kirk. he's cooler than the real kirk because he comes in and then he starts talking he's gonna have food with chapel but then he turns out to be this is all a ploy by Corby to find out if she's loyal to him or to Starfleet in the mission. Uh, and she kind of declares a stance of neutrality. Then, then Kirk comes in and, you know, he, but he's like, well, I do eat, but he's wearing the, the, the exo clothing or whatever. Um, and they have this little banter back and forth. Did, did anyone else enjoy the Shatner talking to Shatner or Shatner playing against Shatner in this scene? We get that a few times in original series. And the movies, for that matter. But every uh, time I see Shatner talk to himself, I always think to myself, "That must be his ultimate dream." <laughs> doing a scene with himself, uh, like literally doing it. He, there, there's no better actor but me. You know, it's like <laughs> that, that happened when he had he got a fight with himself in one episode a few few weeks ago, where he uh, yeah. was at the penal colony. Yeah. Yeah, like there's and that was another episode where there was a guy who Kirk loved at the academy and he was a great man and he wanted to know more about him and all that stuff. Seems like there's a lot of um that same kind of thing, eh? Yeah, yeah, for, for sure. But and we also get some more details here because like he starts asking the androids questions, and namely yeah. they talk about Kirk's brother Sam, who will die in another episode. Uh, of the original series, who we see the the alternate version, the Chris Pine version, briefly in that movie of his brother Sam. But we find out that he has three children, Sam. So the Kirk has three nephews. I think I don't know if they or or nieces. I'm not sure if they get into gender specifically. But um, I thought that was okay. That's interesting. Like that Kirk has this bigger family out there that we don't get a lot. We don't explore a ton. Um, and and then but what about kirk's whole plan here to unravel the rope from under his antique chair to then strangle the android kirk corby uh who's supposed to be an android by the way does uh, he does he know he's an android at that point i don't think so right he does know no only when they get into the fight 
right because right before he hit the fight he starts talking about well i like i just created a copy android of you but i could have put all of your mind and soul into the android itself which is kind of like the bigger more existential question of this whole premise of this whole science fiction premise is is this still corby or not you know is this is the episode gives us this conclusion that it's not this is now some kind of a soulless maybe more evil corrupted version of what he was um but this is not the same person Cor uh, kirk says corby was never here at the end um he was he, i don't know if we have to maybe well, he would have had to have been there at one point or another because that's how they I made the clone of him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, but while yeah while the enterprise is there um yeah. but the so adam i you know and, and jody as, as i know you two have both seen star trek picard uh we you know spoilers for star trek picard if you don't want to know but picard at the end of that episode series ends up in an android body much like we saw here with corby and what yeah. they were trying to do um and we talked about that is that still picard or not and i guess how does this episode relate to that and 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 sort of the bigger star trek world of androids and whatever adam mm -hmm. first hmm what, what, so you're asking me about in general is Corby still Corby? My question is if if Corby okay, where do you stand on this argument? Is this Corby or not? Yes, it's Corby. I think if you transfer your consciousness and it's Corby. I mean, Nurse Chapel, who was his um, uh, lover yeah. and 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 uh, whatever she was, anyway, she didn't notice. She did not notice, and if if the android body is as good as the mind, I think there's who cares. I'd love to be transferred in an android body. That'd be fantastic. Jody, what are your thoughts? <laughs> not that. <laughs> oh my god, you live forever. I don't want to live forever, man. It, it, half the fun of the experiences is knowing that you only have a limited amount of them, and no, enough time. We need more time. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I think the value is higher there when you know that you only have a limited amount of them. But overall, I, to, to answer your question, Dave, I, I don't believe uh, that this is the real uh, Corbin uh, or Corba or whatever the hell his name Corby. is. Corby, is it? Um, I don't think this is the real Corby, no. This is the this is obviously a copy. Um, you know, we know that obviously at the end anyway, but, uh, you know, it is this the one that she knows it's a reasonable facsimile of it but you know yeah, but, but a facsimile like okay if the questions and we talked about this when we did the picard podcast especially that finale podcast i said that yeah. this is i i don't think it is the same person anymore i think it's a new yeah. person i think it, you could even make an argument it's a sentient life form that deserves rights and whatever yeah i'm not saying it's a life form or not i'm just saying that it's not the same person it's not the you're same saying it's not entity. but but adam's saying it is the same it's a, if you believe in the soul of the, the that's what they what they say here that can your soul go into this android and i i i stand on the position of no you're kind of creating a new life form based on i'm with uh, you on the old life form because the life form still died right like corby's mind and his body died um and so and so did picard yeah but listen if you trans transfer your whole consciousness there's no memory loss he, he thinks he's the same guy. There's no, nothing's lost. Mm -hmm. What? Like, it's just a shell guys. Like just a shell. It's a shell. You know, it's an interesting, <laughs> it's an interesting argument. I don't think we'll ever come to a, a conclusion. I don't think we have the time in this podcast to actually get really but deep it's into this. But it's, it's interesting to ponder. I, I understand the points on both of your guys' sides here. I, I'm, I'm more of Dave's side on this one, but you know, it's, whether whether or not it is or not really doesn't bear much of a difference here in this scenario because who cares about Nurse Chapel and her feelings? In this so, scenario, no. <laughs> but I think that this is going to continue to come up in Star Trek. You know? Like, oh yeah. And we're we're not we're not absent from it even in the newer shows like Picard and even Discovery, uh, mm -hmm. which I think we're going to see some stuff in that. But again, oh, that's yeah. a tomorrow discussion, not today. That's yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah. Um, it's going to be yeah. a doozy, though. I'm telling you. So that's what like that whole thing where he tries to strangle Corby with the rope really feels weird. Uh and it that yeah. it even kind of works is weird. Uh yeah. 
and then and then Kirk running through the caves away from Rock, which I feel like goes on for way too long. <laughs> oh God, it's like a never ending. It's like the never ending story when it comes to that tunnel. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like wait, you know, and then like Rock's like looking around the corner, not sure if he's in, and then uh, he starts yeah. doing the chapel voice, and Kirk yeah. falls for it. And oh then, my God! Right, Kirk and has to be one of the dumbest humans ever. Like he always falls for this shit. Like earlier in the episode, you know he was doing voices. Come on. Yeah, he already showed you this ability. And then he was gonna hit him with this like big uh big dildo, dildo thing, uh whatever. Yeah, yeah it looks like, a... <laughs> like you know what? we should start every episode, like the recorded one, we should start it with a quote, like they do <laughs> yeah. with some podcast where it's like a quote from the podcast. That definitely should be the one for this one. It's a giant penis. And it didn't work. Uh, no. He tries to hit Ruck with it. It doesn't work. What were uh, they really going for on that? Put that object back up again for me, if sure. you could, Dave, for a second. What were they going <laughs> with on this one, Adam? That's what I want to know. Where, where, where are they uh, going I think they're going for something very, very um, obvious there. They're, they're going for a giant penis is what they're doing. Uh, <laughs> there's no debate here. What's that? A stagolite or a stasolite? Uh, yeah, but it's got a curve at the end there. Uh, How did you come across with that, though? <laughs> I, I, Jody, I gotta admit, I, I felt the same way when I saw that. I was like, everyone yeah. did. How could you not? Especially, yeah, like, it's literally like there he is, getting ready to go attack. Women, with the women, just the favorite part of the episode for most women. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd have to ask them. All right. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but and then like when he's about to fall off, off off another bottomless pit, were you dad? Were you afraid for Kirk when he was maybe going to fall down a second bottomless pit until oh, yeah. pulled him back bottomless up? Pit. I get over it, but back in that day in the sixties, that was pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, well, and your fear of heights maybe uh, is yes. well. If you have a fear of heights, that would definitely do it for sure. Yeah, I I do too. I think it's Just think about falling into a bottomless pit. Like every time I hear bottomless pit, I think of the Simpsons episode, the baseball one, where it's I think it's Ozzy, uh, who's like taking pictures in like the limbo land of uh do you know the oh, one? Yes. I yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I digress. Um so yeah, yeah, like this other thing where Kirk uh but Kirk is not killed by Ruck because earlier in the episode, Colby had told Ruck he has to follow Chapel's orders. Because Kirk kind of suggested that to Colby. Uh, you know, so like again, like Kirk is is shown to be clever, right? Like there's a series of things here where he, he's clever <laughs> sometimes, but then other times yeah. he can't figure out that he's being duped by a by Lurch impersonating Major Barrett. Um, yeah, but it's all good. Uh, and so, but this is where he he then again logic uh he talks the computer to death. In this case, it's a walking talking computer in Ruck. He's like, well, what happened to the old ones? Where did they go? You know, he starts like postulating he's like oh his, that's right i remember he's getting his kirk killing computer so i talking them to death on there right that's and where he was starting it was yeah. starting <laughs> he's able to convince he's able to help ruck remember from this long long time ago that the people who built him that his android kind had eventually turned against like that uh you know Battlestar Galactica style or yeah. Terminator style, you know, like the it's, again, classic thing where androids will rise up to destroy their human masters um, or their organic masters. Um, and so he, he was in the just when Ruck is about to kill Kirk, this is where Colby comes in and this creates this confrontation with Colby and Ruck. And Colby kills Ruck very fast. Uh, he's just like, Beep! and he vaporizes him. And things kind of really start to spiral fast from there for Colby. Uh, yeah. He calls Andrea, right? And he's like, protect. We need you. Because he's, he's the only android that she has left other than he has left other than Kirk. But uh, feeding into that earlier episode where real Kirk was trying to put the moves on Andrea, you know, and, and confusing her with all these emotions um, that she's not supposed to have, right? That's kind of the impression you get. Um, was that, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, because we saw that the Kirk android, despite having all Kirk's memories, doesn't seem to have any emotions. Right? Um, well, he's, yeah. he's like, please kiss me. And he's like, no, it is illogical. Right? And then she vaporizes him. Yeah, that's 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 because pretty she harsh. Thought she was killing the real Kirk, right? Yes. She thought she was killing the real Kirk, but it turns out that that wasn't the real Kirk. Kirk was in the other room. Well, 
she's not a very smart android. She's not she's not the brightest android in the in in the pack there. Uh, I guess. Right. So she so when she then she walks into the next room, she has like this like this sense of dread because she killed a, an android, I guess. And then and then there's this whole you know we find out yeah Colby's an android, Christine's afraid of him, blah blah blah, and uh, there's this whole like this whole ending here where. She, she goes to kiss Colby and then he kills them both. Right. Cause he's the one who pushes. Yeah. The he kind of, he kind of brings the phaser up so it can hit both of them and just hit, hits the button basically. But she, but Andrea didn't want to die. Well, so I don't think she had a choice in that scenario, but no, uh, no, no, but it was, but just no, like, I don't, you didn't get the impression she wanted to No. Yeah. And so like, I guess the ending is like, okay, so uh, by the end of this episode, everybody we've met throughout the course of this episode, including two of Kirk, Kirk's crew, are dead. Yes. Colby's dead. All of his androids are yeah, dead. There's a pretty good kill count on this one when you think about it. There's uh, Out of the people on the planet, there's probably, what, five people that died? Uh, well, if you we, count the androids, right? Well, yeah. And, like, let's assume that Brown... Five of them, and then you had the two red the, the two red boys. Two red shirts, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, you got, like, seven, eight, eight people dead here. Like... By the android oh, and yeah. like yeah and so it's it's kind of like this real like kind of somber affair and then they just leave um uh, and then well the, you know traditional traditional star trek <laughs> the very ending of the episode is uh kirk or spock saying well i didn't like you saying half breed and kirk's like and kirk almost defends using it it's kind of yeah you almost get the vibe of like shut up <laughs> you know like I, I'll, I'll call you half breed <laughs> if i want you know <laughs> He's like, well, I was uh, I, uh, taken aback, I think Spock says. And he's like, well, if I'm ever in that situation again, I'll try to be more um, polite or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, just something uh, like it's, that. it's not it's not good. Uh, the, the whole no. exchange there either. So and that was what our little girls made of, which this line, this title of the episode is never said. I was like, what does this even mean? No. I had to look it up. Uh, maybe Jody, uh, if you want to take over, you can hit some, some fun facts. Alrighty. Well, I even got the tablet here for the for the fun facts today, so I can actually not look like I'm like this. Anyway, all right. So the first mention of Captain Kirk's brother, George Samuel Kirk, who is married with children. So that's the first time that he was uh, ever referenced in the uh, series, mm -hmm. which is interesting, I guess, to a degree. I thought so. Uh, yeah, the script for this episode was in such bad shape that Gene Roddenberry had to make revisions simultaneously with the filming of this episode and shooting had to wait until new pages even arrived. So that kind of gets back to my point. Like it's I, terrible. Yeah. Like I think it's, I think it's a little fragmented. Uh, and I think that that's maybe that, that speaks to this whole rewrite thing. <laughs> According to Sherry Jackson, which I'm pretty sure is the, if I'm not mistaking, it's the lady in the, in the, uh, rather revealing outfit. Uh, Andrea. Andrea, yes. Uh, William Shatner's chest had to be shaved for his nude scenes in the Android machine. I said so. so. I knew it. You had that one right on the mark, Dave. Right on the mark. Yeah, he's not naturally hairless. <laughs> uh, Sherry Jackson's revealing costume never failed to get an unenthusiastically appreciative response <laughs> Whether it be <laughs> stunning a noise commissary into silence when the actress showed it off there, or when it was displayed at a San Francisco convention and the model for it found herself being approached by a large number of men, <laughs> including Harlan Ellison, who tried to secure a date with her. So, you know, that's a. Uh, yeah. The great uh, Harlan Ellison. Ellison. What's that? The great Harlan Ellison. There you go. DeForest Kelly, James Doohan, and George Takai do not appear in this episode at all. Not even in a voice or anything. Uh, which is kind of interesting, I guess. But in a way, it kind of makes sense considering first season. Yeah. I feel like McCoy not being here is maybe the, the bigger McCoy one. McCoy is the weird one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm with you on that. Always there. Yeah. Well, what uh, the, it's all androids. Yeah. It's all androids in the head chapel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the title is based upon a nursery rhyme what little girls have made of sugar and spice and everything nice and that's what little girls are made of um so there you go it came from a nursery girls rhyme. are made from sugar and spice and boys are made from snips and snails 
Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I, all I got is what's written here, Dave. I can't help you. And Puppy Dog's Tales. And Puppy Dog's yeah. Tales. Snips and Puppy Dog's Tales. Uh, so, Dave, here's another one back to you. This is the third episode. Now, we're only on, what, episode eight or nine in the first season? Nine, yeah. This is the third episode in which Captain Kirk appears bare-chested. So, he's got a pretty good range for that first uh, ten episodes. That che- I, think he, I think he had to take his shirt off during the audition. Maybe, maybe. That was part of it. They're like, okay, just so that's you know, Kirk, Kirk goes topless a lot. episode uh, that was written by Robert Block. Robert Block, who went on to write many episodes. Yes. And you know which other episodes he wrote? Uh, not the Wolf and Fold and Cat's Paw. Cat's Paw and Wolf Fold. Yeah. Okay. Yes. There's actually a thing about Cat's Paw in here. Uh, the sound of the Android turntable gaining speed as it spins is that similar to the Enterprise going into warp drive? So hmm. that's good to know, I guess. Mm-hmm. Definitely, this uh, angle is not flattering for me. Anyway, I just happened to notice oh, that on the monitor. Thought I would share. Age is not going well for me. Up on the screen behind you next week. What's that? Just so we can remember. What? Put Miri up instead of what little girls are made of. <laughs> okay, I was trying to go the whole episode by not saying Miri for 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 Adam, and you ruined it. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, let's get back to some fun facts before we're done here. Uh, Brown and Andrea both used older style laser pistols seen in the pilots for the original series, The Man Trap. So they're the I knew same. I, they looked familiar. Same pistols, right. Dave. So you had a good eye on that one for sure. Well, I, I didn't. I didn't put it together that that was that. But yeah, like, now that you've said it, it, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and also just to add to that. This episode marks the final appearance of the early black and white Phaser 2. It was replaced by the more detailed blue, gray, and black models. Yeah, so. it's like that, the smaller, compact one. Yeah. Uh, Kirk's walk to the turbo lift in this episode uh, from his quarters is actually stock footage from the original series episode, The Man Trap. He does not have in his hand the command packet uh, he receives uh, from the safe at the moment before. So if you actually look, he doesn't have it with him. Because they use stock footage from another episode. <laughs> okay. There you go. A little way to save some money, I guess. Uh, I'm just seeing if there's any other what I consider oh. interesting ones. Oh, Here's one, Jody. Go for this it. This episode marks the first death of a red shirt. Really? I don't have that on mine. And it starts with Matthews. Matthews down that bottomless pit was the first red shirt ever to die. Uh, let's all have a moment of silence for Matthews. <laughs> oh here you go body count seven this includes two humans matthews and rayburn and five androids brown ruck android kirk andrea and corby so there you go we got it right seven well i think i said eight so maybe i was a little bit off uh but anyway uh this this show has essentially the exact same plot uh that was used one year earlier in 1965 by voyage to the bottom of the sea I don't know anything about that. I'm guessing it's a show. Of the sea? Yep. It was a show, I guess. This contains the first of many uh, Captain Kirk death scenes in which an android duplicate is uh, decenerated by a phaser. (laughs) So, there you go. Uh, Past that, I don't think there's a hell of a lot more we need to talk about, quite honestly. That's good. Yeah, you were more concise than Jeff is. Yeah, I, I don't like to go through all of them. Because it takes forever and no one has time yeah, for that. Yeah, it's it's like a top. It should be like top ten, you know. Um, well, you know, I gave you the I gave you the juicy ones, you know. You like, you the, this episode's pretty boring, so you, you give good ones. Okay, let's rate this episode. All right, all right. So I can't wait to hear Adam's rating. Yeah, let's start with Adam. Adam, where he? Where does this compare to Miri, Adam? I, I did like. Wait, what did I rate Miri? By the way, I want to uh, see. Let's find out. Uh, you gave Miri seven. All right. Yeah, this was how long ago Miri was, and we're still talking about it, though. (laughs) Every episode, Jody. Every Uh, week. For the record, it was Ted this week. It was yeah. That was our twenty third podcast, and we are now on forty one. All right. So Dave, um, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Okay. I like this episode. Hey, uh, Jody, do you want to go next? Sure. I'm going to give this a five. It is bland. It is vanilla. 
It is jet. Oh, come on. I, I don't know what your heart on is for Androids, but this is not it. <laughs> There's even better Android, you know, episodes and and later seasons of the show. <laughs> I thought you're gonna say, you know, for Andrea, not Androids. Oh well, uh, that's different. Okay, yeah. uh, if 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 you're given an extra two points for that, then I understand your score. That Questions. Yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, go about a 7.3. 7.3. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm only going like six and a half on this. Um, it's fine, but it's, it's not blowing my socks. Oh, hold on. What did I give Miri? You go back Miri, up to Miri. Go to Miri. Uh, you gave it a four and a half. Yeah. I like this better than Miri. Yeah. Just, you know fine. what? I'm going to change my score. I'm going to change my score. I'm going to give it a six. Six. Okay. Cause you know what? Come to think of it. There was parts that were entertaining. Uh, Jeff is not with us tonight, I presume, because the Leafs are on. Uh, so uh, it is a the fa- the four of us average at a seven point one, um, right. and this is a seven and a half on IMDb. It's about seven point three when you take those two together. I'm always the one that brings the score down, though. So this is kind of like so. Based on all that, <laughs> we're, we're kind we're kind of it's it's just below average. It's kind of in that ballpark. It's it's not as good as as much as we liked last week, although maybe maybe uh, for some of us, um, yeah. So interesting. And uh, what is the next episode? Uh, well, I was going to defer off to, to Adam if he's got an episode he wants to see. Sure, I, I've got one. Okay. Yep. Uh, let that be your last battlefield. We've already done that. We did that. We already did we it. Did? Yeah. yeah, that was early. Um, that was Damn. that was what okay. I like to call pre-Adam. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Adam did Adam didn't join until as you can see until this point. Uh, yes. so there was about eleven episodes you missed. Uh, oh yeah, okay. I see. Yeah. Sorry, that was my my one that I was always waiting on. Okay, I, I don't have one then. I'll <laughs> I pass on. Uh, I know that there's there's been episodes we've uh, thrown out. I just have to. I wasn't expecting to have to think. I can pick one. I have. What, what, Hold on. I have I one. I'm just looking at the name. Well, and and we've officially gone past the halfway point, so there are fewer episodes left than there are. Wait, what about where no man has gone before? You want to do the original pilot, like the original Kirk pilot? No, that's not the original pilot. Like the well, it's the, it's the the Kirk pilot. It's the original Kirk pilot. Yeah, it's where no man has gone before. Let's do it. All right, all right. But the Gary, that's the Gary Mitchell story. Okay, so yeah, that's uh, we'll do that one. We'll do the original, yeah. uh, the original very that's like season one, episode one, I believe, right? So uh, okay, so that's in the books, and we and noted for the next one because I I might not remember if I don't write that down, and. Yeah, and we'll be back next week to talk about that uh, next Wednesday uh, as we continue our TED trek through all the original series episodes. Uh, Adam, we'll Adam, you next week, okay? You come up with another one. Yeah, yeah, I'll be ready. I'll be ready for next week. I can send Dave, you the list just to make sure you know. Yeah, send me the list, please. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah, so you know which ones maybe you you, yeah. you weren't here for. That okay, I'll pick eight episodes that we've all done. <laughs> great um and also here on live long and podcast we do tuesday nights we do deep space nine rewatches we've been watching every episode in order we are almost done season two we just did last night the wire which was uh the 22nd episode of season two with garrick that was that was a really good i i i I give that Uh, major problem um and uh we're we're getting into the end of season two thursdays we we will earlier this year we did star or i guess it was last year we did star trek picard then we did star trek lower decks and then we did star trek discovery and so this tomorrow we're going to be doing a season three deep dive into discovery uh jody will be there adam will be there we're also going to be joined by michael chan and uh kevin millard will also be on the panel and uh in addition today we got mike o'connor coming in who uh who guested hey. on one of, one of the right. podcasts as well so we're going to have about uh what is it five of us i think or you know kind of you're gonna fun. you're gonna be busy on them video switching I'm gonna be busy on the videos but you know what it's uh they uh i'm i'm you know it's gonna be good to get especially you mike and uh kevin in uh because uh you know you're you're bringing maybe a more fresh perspective than you know because adam and michael and i talked about it for 
Um, yeah, you already know what your opinions are. Yeah, yeah, 13 weeks, but it's been two weeks since the finale, so it's possible some of our viewpoints have shifted. So anyway, we'll be here tomorrow to do that. And then on Friday night, uh, take two, uh, we're going to be doing Star Trek Radio Theater, which we should have done on Saturday night, but I was, we just, the production... Uh, we're not ready yet. So I'm the real story. You're at the strip club. We get it. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. You're in the pandemic yeah, strip kidding. club. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pandemic strip club, yeah. Exactly. So we're going to be coming yeah. Friday night instead with Star Trek Enterprises uh, in a mirror darkly. Uh, uh, we, you know, So we'll be doing that Friday night at 9. Check that out. Uh, as yeah, we we got to figure out when we're going to do our Enterprise rewatch. That's what we got to... Well, we said we were going to do it sort of when this went down. Uh, you know, yeah. so... Like I said, there's there's fewer episodes left than there were when we started or at any other point as we've been going through this podcast. So so you're talking Enterprise, Scott Bakula Enterprise, right? Yes. You got it. I want to be in that. Yeah. Well, uh, we already uh, assumed you that. Coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> to find people, and I think Kevin's going to be along for that one. So to give, you, to give you an idea, Adam, while we were, while we were all kind of waiting around on Saturday to start the Mirror Darkly thing, Kevin goes, you know what? This was a good episode. And that's very weird for Kevin because Kevin despises Enterprise. <laughs> exactly. It was a good episode. It was a great episode. Except for Bacula. Bacula was terrible. No, it was very good. Bacula was a bad choice. <laughs> oh, terrible. But anyway. Sorry, Dave. I, I, I took over your plug. Again <laughs> from there to here. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh no! He's like, I've had <laughs> enough of your Rod Stewart covers. Okay, let's get out of here. Um, all right, so we have all those shows. Check all that out. We also have trivial debates, which we do at the end of every month, which I haven't booked yet, which we'll get to. And we have a Super Mater Brothers podcasting as our other channels. I want to thank the panel tonight. Uh, we'll be back next week to talk about where no man has gone before. Um, and that's it. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Dad. And uh, we'll see you next time. Live long. Oh, thank you.